Thank you, Yoni. So I've made it over to the Jerusalem Bird Observatory. Um, many of you may not know exactly where that is, but I'm sitting with Alan, who, Alain, sorry, <laughs> who is the director of the Bird Observatory, and she's going to tell us a little bit of background on where it is and what happens here. Okay, so where it is is actually quite simple. We're next to the Knesset, and we say we're the, probably the most important place in this area. We have the Knesset, the Supreme Court, and us smack in the middle, so it's pretty easy to find. We're a small nature center, um, and we focus here on researching urban wildlife and migrating birds. So we have ongoing research pro programs here, which... Um, are you part of the SPNI, the yes. National Parks? So, so we're part, not the National Parks. We're Separate. part of the Society for the Protection of Nature in Israel, SPNI, which is different from the National Park System. Um, we're, we're Israel's first urban wildlife site. So we started here 25 years ago. And uh, we're right on the route of migration. So during the spring and fall migrations, we get thousands upon thousands of small songbirds passing right over Jerusalem. They see us in the middle of the city, this nice green area, and they come and they land and spend some time here, eating and drinking and resting. And then they continue on their migration uh, in the spring to, the, to Europe and in the fall to Africa. It's interesting because the area around us is full of desert. And Jerusalem itself is up high on a hill. So if you've got this beautiful green spot high on the hill, that's going to attract the birds. It's totally going to attract the birds, and that's why they're migrating right over the hills here. They're not going over the, the, the desert area. Maybe and they're also coming to, for the spirituality of Jerusalem? We, never know. We, never, we, we, we have a few that uh, we think maybe are, so it could be possible. Everybody comes to Jerusalem. You know, when I was a kid, I learned that Jerusalem was the cross, or Israel was the crossroads of the nations. Everybody passed through Israel, going north, south, east, or west. And if you, if you study any civilization in this part of the world, they pass through here. Well, the birds are doing the same. They're, they're crossing from the continent of, of Africa into Asia, into, into Europe, and back and forth all the time. And so we're still very much at the crossroads. And there's probably more bird tourists coming to Israel than tourists. Because <laughs> so, we have about 700 million birds wow. passing through each season. So that's something that I want you to explain to the listeners. How do you know how many birds are passing through? What is the concept of bird ringing? So we conduct bird ringing, or, or the Americans might know it as bird banding, where we actually uh, trap the birds for a, for a short while. We put rings on their legs, which are marked with a number, an ID number, and we release the birds. And hopefully that bird's going to end up somewhere else in the world. So if a ringer in Russia or Sweden or Kenya catches the bird or reads the ring, they'll let us know where they found it. And we can learn where the birds are going to, where they're coming from, how many are passing through, how long it takes them. Is and there a national registry? There or is, do they... There's a national database and a national registry that, that uh, manages the whole process. Um, and we have learned a lot in the... We've been doing this for 25 years. The country's been doing it for almost 100 or over 100. And we can really get a good picture of what is coming through and for the most part, how much. And we, we link this up with data from Europe. So they, know, they do what they call breeding bird counts. They, they count nesting birds. So they have a fairly good idea of what's there. 
And so when we put the two together, we have a pretty good idea of what's passing through. And what are some of the most interesting birds that you've seen while you've been working here? Well, we've seen over 200 species here out of the 530 possible Israeli uh, sightings, which is pretty good for an acre and a half of land. Uh, We just had a bird last week called a green warbler. Pretty indistinctive-looking green bird, but it was the first time ever seen in Jerusalem and only the eighth time ever seen in the country. Oh, wow. So we considered ourselves pretty lucky. We also had a bird pass through a few years ago called an eyebrowed thrush, which was the... It's from Siberia. It shouldn't be in this part of the world at all. And I believe it was the second... Uh, sighting in Israel ever and definitely the first for Israel. So every, for, for Jerusalem, every now and again we get big surprises. I actually like some of the regulars. I like our local kingfisher who's here, who's just uh, had a bunch of chicks and are flying around. And, uh, and the orioles that pass through in May and the, um, the warblers, we have a huge number of warblers. So everybody's got their favorite. What's the, um, the Israeli bird? So the national bird is the hoopoe. And you see a lot of them? Are they? We see them here once in a while. They pass through the site, usually coming to the pond. We do, we do ring a couple every year. You more see them around Jerusalem in areas that have lawns because they eat bugs from under the grass. Mm-hmm. They have these long beaks. Um, they're very distinctive birds, and people love to see them. Very cool. So also, I think people who are listening... Are, are starting to understand what takes place here, but let's tell them a little bit more about the special tourist activities and kids' activities, especially coming up this summer. So in the summer, we, we, we try to put on as much as we possible can, possibly can for families. We know that people are looking for, for what to do to get outside. So we have a couple great things. Throughout the summer, throughout July and August, we have night hikes. We uh, get together for a couple hours in the evening, talk a little bit about what how animals survive at night, what senses they use, and then we go looking for them. And we have some surprises here. We have porcupines and uh, hedgehogs. You might even see a jackal or two, owls, bats. Nothing to be scared of, though? Nothing to be scared of. I mean, it's, uh, they're all perfectly harmless. But it's fun to go out with our flashlights and to, to look for them and to do something a little unusual. It's also cooler. So, you know, we escape the heat of the day and we can still go outside and have some fun. And that's throughout, uh, throughout July and August. So we're, we actually, on Fun in Jerusalem, we're going to list all of those activities. Um, do they take place in English, Hebrew, a mix so of both? Most of them are in Hebrew, but if we know we have English speakers coming, it's when you, if you call to register, so the night hike is only registration in advance because it's so popular. Uh, let us know that you're an English speaker and we will arrange... Uh, for an English-speaking guide or an English-speaking group. Okay, great. So you can call the bird observ- the Jerusalem Bird Observatory, or you can email jbo at funinjerusalem.com to request a reservation for one of the night hikes. Um, what about bird ringing? Will that happen during... Bird ringing, it's not every day, but it goes on through the, through the um, summer, and you can find that on the schedule as well. And in, in, in um, August... After all, the summer camps in Israel are over. We have three weeks of intensive activities. There's something for families every morning, every afternoon. And that's also on the website. We have art. We have stuff about birds. We have uh, nature detective walks. You name it. It's there. And we're also running a bunch of workshops for teenagers. Um, uh, 
nature photography workshop, a sketching workshop, and we also have some, some great science workshops that are supported by the municipality of Jerusalem. They cost 10 shekels each. They're very, wow. <laughs> very, very uh, inexpensive. But you're going to get some great um, hands-on experience doing research in, in, in urban nature. That's fantastic. I know my son would love the uh, nature photography class. I'm going to have to tell him about that. Absolutely. Great. And what do you have planned for the future? Now that it's been 25 years, what, what so, do you see coming next? So next year is our 25th birthday. So we're going to have a whole year of events, including a big gala celebration, an exhibition, and uh, we're, we're busy planning what those events are going to be. So keep, keep uh, ears open for that. Um, and we're also helping the Elat Bird Center to host something called the uh, International Bird Observatories Conference, which will be in Elat next March. And of course, we just keep, keep going and keep uh, helping preserve nature in the city. Such an important thing, especially when you come out here and you see you literally right next to the Knesset, overlooking all of the houses in Nachlaot and Rechavia, and then you have this patch of just nature and greenery. So uh, keep up the great work, and uh, if anyone wants to check out what's going on, you can look up Jerusalem Bird Observatory on Fun in Jerusalem, and all of their events will be listed on our calendar as well. So a lot of reasons to come to Jerusalem this summer, um, and uh, we look forward to sharing more. Now back to you, Yoni.